Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast, episode 35. Welcome to the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast, the show that takes a look at the hottest relationship drama on television. Sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. Wow, does it feel good to be back in the studio. <laughs> Didn't we just do one of these this week? We did. It was at the airport and we were, it was a little bit of obnoxious, I'm sure, for our listeners to hear it. It was for me anyway. I mean, if I'm going to hear my own voice, which I like to do, by the way, I, I want to hear my own voice in the, <laughs> the nice, crisp, clear clarity with the full baseness Baseness, the the full bass right. of my voice. Is, is my what do they call that? The the radio sexy voice that, that Who comes. Who calls from, it that? Uh, if you go to uh, there's this studio. Hold on, let me tell you because uh, that's very cool. It's uh, webinar check out um, check out check out. It is uh, Sound Studio Three. Okay. Sound Studio Three is a audio. Is it? It's an audio editing software for the Mac. And they have this little video and she says, if you really want your your FM sexy voice, then you can do this. And so <laughs> anyway, that's funny. It is funny. Yeah, I'm not going for that sound. But I know you don't like it when Cliff yeah, starts talking I, I, like the radio personality. Yeah. <sighs> you know, just put me to sleep now. I know, I know, I know. It just makes me doze off. Now, we do have a whole separate uh, distraction, completely different than the annoying paging system going on of boarding airplanes and everything like that. Instead, we have our wonderful three-year-old daughter, McKenna, that occasionally will walk into the studio during these recordings. But, you know... We'll she likes just, to spin me around in my chair. So You spin her right round, baby, right round. She spins me around. Like a, like record, a record, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, you need to go watch. T- yep. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay, so, so here we go. We're going to talk about uh, Peace of My Heart, the most recent episode of... Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Did I cut... Did I steal your thunder? No. Are you sure? Because you look yeah. like... Hello, I was going to say that. No, I wasn't. Go ahead. <laughs> it, 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 seriously, you gave me that look. It's like, what are you... Dude, hello. I didn't mean to give you that look. I, I apologize. All right. There was no... There no. was no thought in my mind... As to wow, that that that. It must be nice to have no thought been. in your mind. So hey, you know we're gonna go ahead and talk about this episode. We do have some notes uh, here, and I'm very excited to uh, to go through them because this was a. You know what we said that if Grey's Anatomy is gonna last, they have to change some things. Is it? Did we or did we, we not say that. that? We said that, and I things have. We actually said the word change. Things we did. have things to change. Have to change, and we talked about. We talked about how hoping, well, I know I did. I, I remember mentioning it to Sarah that, and Sarah doesn't even watch Grey's, Man, Grey's Anatomy, but but saying to her that the writer's strike needs to be a great time for them to regroup and get a, get a more defined and clear purpose for these characters. And this show needs a major change to be able to come back with a thunder that it started with. Right, absolutely. And you know what? Addison comes back to visit. And says, this place is exactly the same. That's exactly right. And of course, he's like, you're back, you're back. And I like it. It's like, no, I'm here for surgery. And I, I like that they wrote that in, that they, they brought her in d- for yeah. a very particular too. surgery. And that was awesome. You know, because she is 
board certified <laughs> right what, what was that whole do you remember board certified neo neonatal oh i can't remember they i used, can't remember but i could look it up that's all right so anyway they did bring her back and the whole point was is like everything has changed and it's like wow you know what i'm glad that they brought her back because they were able to show just how much had changed I mean, we saw it subtly take place, but it's kind of like, you know, when you go away for a week and then you see or you go away for a couple of weeks and then you come back and then you see somebody's kid for the first time after two weeks. And it's like, oh, wow, you grew. You shot up there. But, you know, they don't see it. You know, their parents don't see it because it happens gradually over time. Exactly. So this was great that they brought Addison back and really showed us quite a few things have changed and that things are going in a different direction. And I want to say, I want to say, uh, with the exception of Izzy, with the with the exception of Izzy, I'm really liking the direction that this show is going. As am I. Although I will say, Izzy was mostly annoying. Well, about just 90- wait until we get to her. Well, okay, I thought we were just going to go there. But Yo, do, you, you, do you want to? We, we can just go there. Do, did you want to go somewhere else first? Because I'm more than happy know. to go where you want to go. I don't know what your notes say. Well, my notes are just jumbled down stuff. I know. So See, can- here's the thing. Last night we watched the show before Lost came on. Yes, we did. And I didn't take notes. No, you didn't. And although I remember a lot of what happened, Cliff took notes. Right. So why don't we see what your notes have and okay. let's see what my mind has and kind of put the two together. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's get the, you know, one of the things I learned but is. But if you want to get Izzy out of the way, that's, that's fine. That's what I was saying. One of the things I've learned in life is get the most difficult, ugly things last, out of the way and then move on and let, let's let end on a great note. So, so on the last podcast, we saved her for last. <laughs> exactly. I know. And it. <laughs> So here's the situation. Izzy was annoying her. It's like, oh, little puppy dog. I feel so left out. Blah, 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 blah. Although very cool scene with her patient, the the patient that she had, the, the situation she was given was the one story that I think, wow, she really shined through there. Um, and of course, this was the patient that had AIDS. And when she delivered, she the, had HIV. I'm sorry. HIV. You're absolutely correct. Uh, she had HIV, and when she delivered what she thought was going to be great news, she says, you're pregnant, and then they both, the husband and wife, both broke down, and you're like, okay, what's going on right. here? And that's when we learn that she is HIV positive, positive, and she says immediately, you know, we, we're not going to have this baby. We want you to schedule an abortion, and Izzy doesn't. No. Which, which I'm completely cool with. I mean, she... She wanted to say, you know, you need some time to think about this. I really enjoy the fact that, that she did that. I do, too. And and not only because I value, the, you know, that that life and that decision, but I think that it was great because they weren't, the husband and the wife weren't on the same page. Right. The right. wife was the one who wanted the abortion, not the husband. Yep. He was yeah. like, oh, you know, he, he, he was excited by the fact that th- this baby could be born healthy and, and excited by the fact that this is something that they could do. And so I loved that she she didn't do as, as she was asked in that in that case. Yep. And so one of the, of course, the only shining glimpse of, of hope and glamour in her life in this episode for me was when she did go in and she grabs those 
uh, interns and says, "Come follow me." <laughs> and well, you, know, you you really you saw a moment there where like the light came on for her, and she's like, "You're right, I am their boss. I am supposed to be teaching them." And hello, wake so up. So it it was it was a good moment for her. I think that they wrote her a good moment when she went in and she's like, "Look, I don't think you understand. There is a ninety eight percent chance." And so I, I love that she she made her point. She made it with authority. She's a doctor, yeah. And I don't think that she had the the uh, the confidence and the authority that it that right. it was taking to have her job. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. And so I mean, let's just put it this way: she wasn't as annoying in this episode that she than she was in the last one. And they <laughs> needed to they needed to make her less annoying. So we're done with her. No, I'm I, done. I'm, okay, go I'm ahead. not done with her yet because then. Um, Back to like one of the very first scenes that they showed her and they showed her just blatantly lie to Rebecca. You know, Alex isn't here yet when Rebecca has already seen oh, Alex. Oh yeah, I hated that. So I hated that. But um, but I want to talk about her getting Rebecca's test results at the end of the show. Okay. And is it too early to talk no, about go, that? No, let's okay. go ahead and talk about that. So let's okay. talk about, and that kind of ties into Jane Doe comes in and says she's El Prego. You know, the <laughs> I old- hate when you say that. You know that, right? I know you hate that, but it, there's this commercial for Prego spaghetti sauce, and it's they always said, you know, it's in there. You know, it, it's That's like, great. what about this? It's, it's in there. You know, when you're pregnant, it, it's in there. You know, it's, you're El Prego. I'm not, and nor will I ever be spaghetti sauce. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. But I have been pregnant three times before. Did somebody say that in this in this show? Was it fair enough, or was that in a dev, was that another show? Was that lost? I don't know. Do you remember hearing that last night when we were watching television? Fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe it was on. Yeah, I shut, don't know. No, it was anyway. lost because I remember shut up, Jack, and somebody said <laughs> fair, fair, fair enough. Should have said fair enough yeah. or something like that. Okay. But anyway, it go was ahead. it was Juliet. Juliet, right? Yes. Wasn't yeah, it? I think so. Okay. So anyway, moving right along. Moving right along. Wanting to know how in the next episode. episode Izzy will respond to having those test results and knowing that, you know, whatever it is that she knows. Uh-huh. Will she go about that in in the Izzy oh, fashion that, that we yes. know? Will she hide and sneak and, you know, be is very she, secretive about it? Or, or is she, she going to blab it to all of her friends right. and talk about him behind his back? Or the, is the, she the, going to stick with the progress that she's made and be a professional and go to Rebecca with her results? Yes, you know that what? would be so cool. It would be what, great. It, let, let's, great. Let's just say that everybody can totally screw up their entire life and be redeemed. And I tell you what, I'd be willing to give Izzy, you know, a fifteenth chance. A fifteenth, you know, chance. and uh, <laughs> you know, if if they can pull that off, I'm totally game for it. And let's just say that for Izzy, this this knowledge that that Ava is not pregnant <laughs> is. Is it what? No, that's right. It's Ava, Rebecca, Rebecca Jane Doe. Jane I know Doe, we've called her all things. three. We've called her all. right. So this is her opportunity to shine through and and to say, you know, hey, I can I can be a viable character on this show again. I right. mean, it, obviously, you she had it there for a while, and then she did the whole thing, hundred twenty thousand dollars test on Hurley's dad. No, no, no. That no, really no, upset no. me, and then. So uh, I think this is her so, opportunity to shine. So right, I'm going to give it to thing, her. The only thing I want to want to bring up with Izzy, this is the last thing, is that at the end of the episode, okay, we see her, I think it's after 
she gets the test results, but now it's kind of all jumbled in my mind. Um, two cases she had in this episode. Uh-huh. She ran a pregnancy test on, on Rebecca. Yep. And she had the patient that we've already talked about. Two obstetrics cases. Two obstetric cases. Okay. Addie comes back, says, fill my position. I'm not coming no. back. Okay. Are they redirecting? No. Are they going to no. redirect Izzy's character? To fill for Allison's shoes? No, not to fill Addison. Addi- no, not to fill Addison's oh. shoes. Okay. But to specialize in that area. Like mm. she will come in and she will learn from whoever they fill that position with. Mm. That'd be interesting, but I can't see that position being filled by anybody other than Alex Karev. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So, all right. So, um, let's go ahead and talk about, well, let, let's talk about Alex and, and Ava, Rebecca, Jane Doe. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> we should just create our own name for her. McNamey. Mc, no, I didn't mean a McName. <laughs> but, um. I I was upset with his with his first reaction. Uh, yeah. To her announcement. Right. I, I I even said to you this is is Alex's chance to prove himself as a man, you know? Uh-huh. And and so and I was disappointed with with the way he reacted. I was at first. However, given it thought, here is the situation. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Our daughter is moving a chair into the studio. Yeah. She's feeling a little left out. <laughs> All right, so here's here's the situation. I also thought, wow, that is absolutely horrendous the way he's handled that. But given what little glimpses we've seen into Alex's behind the tough guy side. We need more of that. Well, I think that that's what we're about to see. Oh, yeah, I think we're going to see even more of it. But the fact is, is that he, I think he was physically and emotionally abused by his father mm-hmm. as a child. No, I agree. And I believe that he does not ever want to be that to another child. Now, I don't think that that said, you know, that you should be so nonchalant about, you know, are you going to have an abortion or blah, right. blah, blah. Are I you going to keep it or have an abortion, you know? But but at the same time, it's very, and, and that's what I love about these TV shows. Because they take, for me personally, they do take situations that typically I used to judge as black and white this is how I judge a person by what they do or say. Right. And it really helps me to say, you know what? I can't do that. It's not right to do that. I need to understand that everybody has a story. Everybody, there there are reasons why people do the things that they do. And so, you know, for that, that's what I'm saying is that initially I was a little upset. But you know what? We know some things about Alex and his background. Right. That kind of speak to why he would have reacted the way he did when Ava, Rebecca, Jane Doe showed up. Right. I do love how we saw. <laughs> well, there, there's one scene where, where he tells her, I'm not father material. Uh-huh. Right? Yep. And I thought that, that was so funny, just the way that the line was, was portrayed, knowing that Justin Chambers, you know, has five kids. I had it. no idea. He doesn't look old enough to have five kids. Yeah. But uh, I he guess he does. He and his wife have five children. I still love the fact that, and that it just blows me away that he was the same guy who played the, the off-ball, <laughs> you know, the oddball guy from The Wedding Planner. So, yeah. Which, uh, Mahimo. Ma- Massimo. Ma- Mahimo. Well, the, his, yeah. Anyway. Massimo. Yeah, Massimo. So anyway, it yeah. So Alex Karev. Let, so are I we done the, there? No. Did you want to say some more yeah. about that? Okay, I, go ahead. Um, thank you. I love when you, 
you see him because of the case that he was working with the pregnant woman whose baby's heart was growing outside of yes. his body. Um, oh, yeah, the hope you versus... You really see... Well, yeah, and you really see that case affect him. I mean, all of their cases affect them as individuals, not only as doctors. And so, but there's a moment in the... I think it's in the OR. Yeah. When the baby's born and the heart is beating... Oh, yes. And you see, I don't want to say the lights come on, but you see like a change in Alex's heart. Yes. Do you know? And Yeah, absolutely. I, I loved that. And that just shows, I mean, it really goes to show what um, the, the talent in J- Justin Chambers to portray that because it's just the small change in the way that his eyes look and yeah he did a great job acting that scene he did a great job acting that scene and I would say that typically Grays has some things that kind of just gross me out and stuff like that but um, that was a neat scene that was that was probably one of the most amazing um, medical scenes dramatizations oh okay with, with I mean obviously that's not a baby that was a doll you know so that was so cool to, to see, you know, the little heart beating. That wasn't beating. a baby? Oh, come on, Cliff. <laughs> you just ruined the whole magic behind the... T- oh, man. But yeah, you're, you're so right. Funny. Seriously, so, they, I mean, but... The, I loved the, that part. And and then, of course, uh, and this ties in a little bit with Mark Shepard, you know, the, um, you know, the, the whole... You know, I'm God. You know, I'm growing skin. You totally are impressed, aren't you? <laughs> Do you know but, what you just called him? What? You called him Mark Shepard. Oh, did I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I think he wants to be Mark Shepard. I think he does. Uh, uh, no. What's his last name again? Mark um, what? Oh, goodness. Oh, darn it. I don't know. He's McSteamy. McSteamy. So Mark McSteamy. Mark Shepard. That somebody is really will good. Yeah, somebody somebody will t- Sloan. Sloan. Yes. Thank you. Yes, like Dr. Sloan from what's that other show that had Dick Van Dyke? Murder? No, it wasn't murder. <laughs> what was that one? It was Diagnosis yeah, Diagnosis Murder. murder. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're oh, all over wow. the place. So Yeah. I loved when he's like, I grew a flap of skin. <laughs> and, you know. And it was really cool. It was, it was really awesome to see um to see that skin graft go on and it was. and to see how that was really awesome stuff it i was. think they did wonderful i did the, i do this was good this 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 is okay if they if they do more episodes like this i could see another season of gray's anatomy i so could yeah i really really could see it but please oh please oh please let the interns be the little babies from this point forward and let us see some real some matru- grown up. Let's yeah. see us some. Let's see some maturing. And I think that that's the theme here. We're seeing the maturing of Gray uh, of Meredith. We're seeing. We're seeing. Um, we're seeing. Uh, what's her name? Christine Yang. Christina. Christina. She is. Uh, she's being taught. You know. Hey, quit trying to please me. Just do your thing. You know. I really like that because that's totally in another direction. But I think Christina needed to hear that. Doctor Han knows. That Christina is good at what she does. And she's right. She doesn't need to pat her on the back, you know, every step of the way. So I, I thought that it was high time that that she heard that. Right. And but back to back to Mark. Okay. One thing. Um he did say and and Melissa says here in the chat room, he said, um 
Mark Shepard is an actor? No, no, okay. that, that's Winnie. Um, okay. Mark, after they, they put the skin graph on and they're all, you know, looking at, at the infant, he says, um, and he looked at his creation and it was good. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. Saw that it was good. <laughs> so he was, he, he was just funny. Yep. I, I like that character. I'll tell you the funniest scene in the entire episode was the whole McRebound comment that from Addison. That was hilarious. So tell us about that. that- so they're they're in the they're in the OR and I guess they were delivering the baby, right? Isn't mm-hmm. that because she was there with with Miranda, and so she's trying to get information on the breakup. She just learned that she just learned that Derek and Meredith, you know, have have broken up, and. So, I guess I don't remember how it all played out, or, or how how they got around to. It, but and then um, and then Addison says, "So so who's the make rebound? I'd hate to be her or something yeah. like that." And um, and everybody's like, yeah. and she everybody goes, gets really quiet. And she's like, "What? Don't we do the Mick anymore?" And <laughs> I that was an awesome scene. It was. I and really Miranda that. Miranda says, "Do you see the lady standing next to you, handing you your instrument?" <laughs> <laughs> she looks over. She's like, "Hi." <laughs> Was and then and then of course Rose says something. It's she like, says, "We've Hello. been on so many dates and blah blah blah." We've been blah, on blah. six dates and some heavy petting and kissing, but you know. Yeah. So, so anyway, the uh, I like the elevator scene. I mean, it kind of goes right along with yeah. that. The uncomfortable. Gosh, who did they have on the elevator? Oh, it was so funny because they did it in First stages. First, it's Derek. Okay, so Derek gets into the elevator, and on the elevator there is. No. What? He's in there. He, he Derek is in there alone. Oh, Derek is in there alone. Yes. Okay. And the doors are closing and Meredith runs on. Okay. Okay. Yes. And so they go then down a floor. They go down a floor and Addison gets on. Okay. And then the doors open and Rose gets on. Yes. <laughs> and then last Mark gets on and, and he's the like, one who's like you really wish you would have taken the stairs now, don't you? <laughs> that was a good scene. So that that was a great scene, and I love it because you know when, um, if if anyone followed followed Addison from Seattle Grace to private practice, then then they'll know that she referenced the whole elevator, you know, the elevator stuff over there, and so for her to come back and it still be the elevator the is elevator the place is where the, crazy stuff happens. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, um, let's see. Uh, Gray's clinical trial. I don't think we really need to say a whole lot about the whole clinical trial. I think we covered that last week, and it was just a continuation on that story. She's still showing to be mature and and really saying, you know, I think this. I think the one thing I love about this is the fact that, you know, when she came into the hospital, it's like Gray's. It's called Gray's Anatomy because. You know, that's the name of a book. And her mom was so, you know, famous about all this stuff and research. And she was a wonderful doc. And wouldn't it be awesome if that's what they're doing with Meredith? Is mm-hmm. they're turning her into this wonderful thing? Well, I think that they should. I, I, I really think that they should. Yeah. I do. Um, so I like that. But back to the clinical trial, I love that they showed that Derek was the one who was getting emotionally involved and not Meredith with the patient. Derek was emotionally involved with the case when he was warning Meredith not to be. See, I was just barely watching last night, and I we didn't okay. rewatch the end today, so okay. I don't remember that one. There but. was there was a time ta- there there was a scene where um, Derek was talking with Addison. Okay, and he says, 
you know, I just, I'm, I, well, you've seen him with the patient and obviously he is, he is emotionally involved. I mean, okay. he feels for the situation and stuff. And so then he, he's talking to Addison and he says something, you know, like I go in the OR, I can remove a clot. I can, you know, I can do this and, and do that. And when I go in there, I'm an expert, but in a clinical trial, you know, I'm just, I have no idea what I'm doing. And if things go wrong, I'm just killing people for sport. Right. You and, know, and I think that he really is going to struggle with that. Right. And, and the fact that he feels like he's just experimenting on people. Well, and, that's what he is. That's what a clinical trial exactly. is. Exactly. So um, I, one of the things before, I, I know we should have touched on this earlier when we were talking about um, the the HIV and, and stuff like that. And then we also touched on Karev and, and mm-hmm. this baby and the parents and stuff. But um, one of the things that they did show a good contrast of is two different views of expecting parents. I, yes. mean, I mean, obviously, they there really are did. multiple different views you could share. But um, the the whole concept of, you know, we do not care what it takes. We love each other. We love this child. This is our child. Nothing's right. going to stop us from giving this child the chance of life it is amazing it's awesome you know sure you can say there's a chance that this will happen or this will go wrong or this but there is a chance right. that things will go right and i love that and of course then there was like the other c- couple was it was the opposite it's like well you know what it, it's just gonna go wrong you know right. it, it, it's and, it's and, starting wrong it's starting wrong so. and and then of course um you know Izzy says, you know, there's a chance that you'll never pass this on. It's like, you don't understand. The chance is 98%. Right. You know, and, and so I, I just wanted to make sure that we covered that. That They did a great job of showing the contrast between two different expecting parents. Alrighty, we're back. Uh, we had a little bit of a full-time mom emergency there. <laughs> there was a... I need you. <laughs> yep. Whenever McKenna goes into the bathroom and says, Mom, I need you, it's time to go. Yep. So anyway, um, yeah, let's move on to... So we've already talked about everything the same. Um, Addison on... What's this? Oh, Addison being on Meredith's side. I, I Well, I knew she would be. Right. Yeah. And so I love... What do you she- mean I hugged her? You know, huh? I hugged her. Um, I like when she's like, you know, I live in L.A. now and I do this and I'm all zen and um, which is what Addison was saying, you know. Uh, and you know, anyway. it's great. It's surfing. You surf now? <laughs> no. No. But uh, so I knew that she would be on Meredith's side because when America, when America, when Meredith's um, appendix when she had her appendix out uh-huh. and you know she was all doped up on the medicine and her and addison had their little talk i mean um addison knows that that what they had what was real and life got in the way of that but i think that she believes in what in what right meredith and derek had and and that's what that's what she wants also she says about it yet yep and she wants she does still want derek to be happy and she mm-hmm. believes that Meredith would be the person to do that for him. Right. So, and it, you know, of course, we have read rumors that they are going to. So I liked. What, I liked when up, she said so. that she was. <laughs> she's like, I could beat you up right now. Oh, I know that was <laughs> that a good was scene. Great. 
It's like, who do you think you are? I mean, well, you know, well, anyway, you you saw it. Okay. So um, then Addison also, I mean, Addison was the catalyst for so many things. Well, and I liked that. Yeah. I really, really liked that Addison was like the center and the, yeah, like everyone's counselor. Oh, what I love at the end (laughs) that they said private practice is coming back this This fall. fall. Wow, how awesome is that? Mm-hmm. That is totally cool. That was great. Yep. So anyway, um, Addison did something else, and and it was a. I mean, it's going to be. Uh, we'll just tiptoe around it a little bit here. Tiptoe around it. Yep. Is the whole idea? Why do we need to tiptoe? Because you know how I am about that stuff. But anyway, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to get on a preachy soapboxy thing about the whether or not you have to continually put this in okay. every episode, but. It's not on every I episode, know, but, they put but it, it in was in lot. this one. Right. Um, Addison is under the impression that Callie and Erica are a couple now. Yes. And I think what we've seen of them these last three, has it been back for three weeks or two or something? Couple, I don't know, two. Two weeks. Two. But, but be this careful. Don't, don't quote the line because I know that our daughter is in the other room, but she is, you know, she's got her radar on <laughs> and we don't want her going to... I wasn't even going to say that. Okay. So, um... She, now you've totally distracted me and she's reappeared and now it's she's like on full alert i heard yeah. it's like what am i supposed to not hear what am i yeah i totally um, like me some something or other <laughs> which she could fill in the blank she already knows that word but um but she doesn't know what we're referring to no anyway go ahead anyway what they have shown us in the last two episodes could totally very um, much so. Give give anyone the idea of that, that, that they're a couple. I want to say something to you, okay? In the last episode and okay. all the way through this episode, okay. I never even would have dreamt of even thinking about it. Really? Not even thought about it okay. until she asked. Really? Yes. Wow. It's just, it just, I mean, for me, for me, that is a private decision of an individual that just doesn't need to be discussed all the time. I mean, you know, it, I mean, it, it, it's... That is a private decision that people make, and so it it just I just don't understand why it has to be so out loud and about it and and stuff like well, that. I, I mean, we don't go around don't talking about our relations in in stuff. You know, it, it, I I I just don't understand. <laughs> um, maybe you don't know um, what <laughs> nothing. I've been listening to the full time mom. I have not heard that yet. Yeah, there's a lot that we don't bring to the air on the full time mom. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Sarah and I are still, you know, we still have a it, uh, just like you and I. We don't bring everything to the microphone. Right. N- neither do Sarah and I. Okay. Some things we still keep very much. Yeah. To ourselves. Um, and when he said she didn't realize it until Addison brought it up either. Okay. Okay. I'm not saying that you had to have realized but it. But there was enough there I'm that you could suspect. I'm saying that if the answer would have been yes, then they had supported it. Yes. They showed they showed Derek and Rose getting off the elevator all giggly and touchy the same way they showed Callie and Erica hanging out, walking close together, all giggly. Yes, they could have they they could have supported either way with their with their answer. Yeah, almost like they wrote it so that they like shot it twice and not known what answer they were going to go with, you know, until you get to the end and and um, I'm reading Maggie's tweet or okay. post in here. She says I haven't seen the show yet. Just stopped in real quick because I because oh because her students are sleeping and she saw it on Twitter. <laughs> Her students are sleeping. What kind of? T- I mean, she's a preschool teacher. Preschool teacher. Oh, 
Now that's the kind of teacher I'd want to be. Yeah, can you teach me how to get my preschooler to sleep? Because she doesn't do it anymore. You know, I I do know the answer to that. You get about ten other preschoolers and a carpet or a cot. Yeah, I know. And it's like I don't know Soft what it music, is. Soft music, turn down the lights. You it, know. You, you, She'll sleep when if I lay down with her. That's what I'm saying. But I can't just it's get like, her to you lay know, down. Misery and, loves and company, them. kind of thing. Misery you know? loves company. Yeah, it's That's peer pressure. Peer pressure. <laughs> Wonderful. So uh, we just need to hire in a couple other preschoolers to take naps with her. Mm, no. Okay. Yeah. I can only handle my one. Um, a preschool teacher is highly admired by. The full-time mom, because yeah. the full-time mom can only handle one preschooler at a time. So anyway, um, anyway, I don't think that it was. However, you were describing it so in your face. I think that you know no, 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 Addison no. was catching up with a friend, and she asked in private. I mean, it was private between the two of them. Yeah. You know. So are you guys a couple now? I I don't think that it was so. How you're describing no, it. No, 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 so. no. It, it wasn't, except for the fact that they had to make a... It's like they're going to... It seems like they're going to bring this character trait out. You know, Well, this. I think they're trying to define Erica Hahn as a character. That's right. But, yeah. Okay. I mean, not it's, that, it's not a big deal. Not I mean, that it's I think not a big that deal she's, at all. Not that I think that she's going to be the kind of character who is, who is going to be continually flaunting her private life. Right. I think that she's shown us from the beginning... Except for what we have seen here with Callie, that that her, well, even then, I mean, her private life is her private life, right? You know, and so I think it, I did enjoy seeing uh, Callie's response afterwards, like no, 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 and then um, of course there was the scene at the uh, the bar where she starts hanging out with Sloane. Yeah, and you know, he's like, so you want to dance? And they're all like, no. And she's like, I will. <laughs> she, I mean, she she perked right up, and yeah. then and then left with him. Yeah, and of course, then they really tried to seal the deal by saying, yes, this is what's going on. By the question, you know, she's beautiful, isn't she? And you know, there's that whole thing. So leaving you to believe with the conversations that being had, although it could be that she's not, and I think that that's probably uh, what they'll what they'll do is is that maybe she's not. I, I don't okay. know. Anyway, but like I said, I, I, I hate even going there because I I am so biased on one end or the other. And, and I don't mean to be judgmental. And so I apologize if I offend anybody because I certainly I I don't judge people oh, like that. If Cliff offended you, please send your feedback. Not in detail. Just say Cliff offended me so that we can give it to our other listener who is going to dance the chicken dance at the KFC. That's right. Next time chicken we dance. offend anyone. <laughs> Winnie just wrote chicken dance in in the chat room. So I did that just to get... Just sa- for I that. said all of what I just said just for the chicken dance. Do yes. we know who was going to do the chicken dance? Was it, uh, was it Deborah? Yeah, Deborah Johnson. Yeah. Yes, Deborah Johnson... Uh, after this episode, there you go. Cliff be... offended someone. Wasn't they right in Anyway. Oh, you're funny. So George is George has found his spot as the as the party guy with the interns, which well, really dis- disappoints is... me. Why? Go ahead. You say what you want to say first. I think that he is doing what he has to do. Uh huh. I mean, he's he is now. You know behind everyone that we saw him become friends with before and it makes sense that he would have to become friends with these people right so the but the thing is is that george needs to grow up you know and and he's they can't make them all grow up at the same time yeah you can no they can't okay all right 
But that guy's just been so everywhere. You know, he's he goes from being, you know, he's you know, who was that that was taking him under his wings? He was the pa- young Padawan for, <laughs> for uh, uh, Burke. Dr. Burke. And then all of a sudden he goes off and he marries and brings back Callie O'Malley. And I'm married, I'm married. And then all of a sudden he's sleeping with Izzy. And then all of a sudden now he's hanging out with them and leaving Izzy behind. And now he's living with Lexi, and they're just roommates. I know they're just roommates, but I think that they're probably going to show some tension between Lexi and and um, Izzy now. So, anyway, but that could just be my t- you know that's what it is. If I offended anybody, it's just the tumor talking. <laughs> Have you not wanted to use that at I, some time or I'll another you in what, your life? It's just the tumor talking. It's just the tumor talking. I, I should have said that last night during the Lost podcast. Yes. It's just the tumor when, talking. You mean when Cranky Stephanie came out? Yeah. Oh, uh, goodness. <laughs> it's just the tumor talking. All righty. And then uh, let's see. Karen. Oh, okay. So oh, the one. But I felt for that wife. To know that your last, you know, few hours are with your husband or with him trying to set you up with, yeah, with but somebody in, in else. a way, in a way, I like how they kind of left too. that last scene with her and him. I do too. You know, too. it's like, listen, the reason why I just don't want to leave you alone, and and, and she was, understood that at the end, but it was the way that he was going about it in the beginning. Well, it's just the tumor talking. <laughs> so uh, that <laughs> from now on in Grey's Ana- in Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny. So anyway, that was funny, Jane. It was. <laughs> so um, yeah, from now on, anything mm-hmm. that I say that's offensive on the Gray Show, I can just say it's the tumor talking. It's the tumor talking. All right. So and I totally coded there. So let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're trying to move people away from seriously. Seriously. Like they're trying to get some new catchphrases. catchphrases. It's the tumor talk. That's yeah. going to be a huge catchphrase. It's, it's yeah, I think so. I and mean, then you totally coded. You totally coded. Yeah. So, uh the the other the only other note I have is Karev spilling out his emotions and, and you know, exposing himself <laughs> on the outside. Miranda is says, like it's great to, it's great to see emotion from you, but stuff it back in. <laughs> and Addison's like great advice. Yeah. And uh, but then to see him at the end, you know whether we find out if she's she's pregnant or sick or whatnot, um, to see him at the end willing to embrace a pregnancy with Rebecca, mm-hmm. you know I think that. Uh, well, I don't think they, I I enjoyed that. They need to address her living this double life though. They really do. You know, it, yeah, it, she's if, back and forth. You know, is she married or not? Yeah, I mean, let, let's just ch- whatever happened to her baby? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> So anyway, that's all I have. Do you have any other notes, Steph? No, no. I think we I think we covered. All right. Let me check and see if we have any listener feedback. Already, we do have a listener feedback from Ed over from uh, Columbia, South Carolina. Let's see what Ed had to say. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Ed Davis from uh, West Columbia, South Carolina. I'm just calling about the Grey's Anatomy. Uh, I was a little I guess, underwhelmed with the. Uh, the initial, I guess, the coming back of uh, Grey's Anatomy. thought it was interesting that uh, uh, everybody had all brand new haircuts and um, tans and facial hairs and more of and lack of thereof. So um, that was all interesting. Of course, I know Shonda Rhimes said that on her her podcast that it was about six weeks later. So you would have, um, I guess, that happening. 
But I don't know. I just felt that um, overall, Cheech Marin was really wasted. How I mean, wasted on the show. I mean, such a good comedic actor, and I just thought that whole bit with him and Izzy was just kind of lame. Um, I don't know where they're taking this uh, new friendship with uh, Callie and um, um, Dr. Han, which I actually thought it was quite interesting that every time Christina uh, mentioned, quote-unquote, Dr. Han, that Callie was very quick to point out, oh, you mean Erica, um, as if to kind of up her with that, even though she is her roommate. Going to create some interesting dynamics there. Um but I actually wonder if they're going to take, I don't know, Sean said something really interesting about the relationships of increasing between um, Callie and Erica, and I wonder if they're actually going to make them lovers, which would be just like ABC to kind of do something like that, um, how, how unneeded that would be. But um, not that there's anything wrong with that. But anyways, I just wanted to, uh, I just thought that would would be an interesting plot twist. Um, maybe a failed relationship with George would push Callie towards um, Erica. Who knows? Um, I don't know what your thoughts on that might be. Um, maybe it's just going to be a, a great friendship. Um, but anyways, um, interesting to see where they're going to take Bailey with um, her marital problems. They didn't really address that at all except that she brought Tucker with her to work. So I don't know what that means. Her husband is out of the picture right now. Um, but anyways, uh, I guess we'll look forward to hearing your thoughts, and uh, we'll see you on the next podcast. Thanks. Bye. All righty, Ed. Thank you so much. That, now, this was before this episode aired last night. Right. See, so, so I told you. Yeah, I guess he did kind of pick up on that. So it's yeah. just you. It's just. Well, no, it, somebody yeah. else said that they did Winnie and but, I didn't kind of pick up okay. on it. it. It wasn't on our radar. And so anyway. But I would love to quote Callie right now, but as Cliff pointed out, I can't because, you know, McKenna's in the room. But, what? No, go ahead. Can I quote her? No. <laughs> okay. I know. I'm just, just kidding. Bye, baby. So, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, so, anyway, um, we, we know what Callie likes. She's She's been very verbal about what she likes. And, but I think that this will put a strain on the friendship that was developing between Erica and Callie. Right. And and what I think what I think because, would be good drama. I'm sorry. No, you said because. Go ahead. Well, I think that Eric is going to fall for Callie, or has already, and that's going to put a strain on their friendship. And see, what I think would make for good drama is if they lead us in this direction and make us think that she is. And then turn out that Stephanie, um, or not Stephanie, but that Callie all of a sudden starts to get a little weirded out by the whole situation, only to make Han by the end of the e- of the next episode like, dude, what is totally your deal? And she says, and she's concerned, and then she's at, what? But what I don't you? think that's going to happen because she said, yes, would she's you? beautiful. Well, yeah. Stephanie, I've said that guys are beautiful. It's the way she said it. Here comes our storm. Well, you know, the the thing, all I'm saying is that you can can acknowledge somebody for their physical... No, there was jealousy in her eyes when she was watching Callie dance with Mark. But I think that... Okay, so is there anything that we can do to, to do a friendly little wager here? Of whether, a friendly little wager. Yeah. 
Is there is there something that we could do? Is it just a little friendly wager between the two of us? And so basically, you'll do something if they turn out and say, no, I'm absolutely not. How could you think about that? And then put that out of their mind. Or if they do confirm it, that she has a crush on Callie, and it's confirmed, then I'll do something. Can you think of anything? Anyway? Um, anybody? What, what can we do? What can we do? I don't know. Hmm. We need to think about that. We need to think about that because I would, I would wager. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, something fun. I mean, but it'd have to be something we could do on the podcast. Though. Right. What What could we do? I don't know. I'll tell you what. Let's leave it up to our listeners. All right. <laughs> so, so, so here, here's the situation. <laughs> leave it up to yeah, this, their, this, their mercy. <laughs> yeah, we, we could get into a lot of trouble. So we'll go ahead and place the wager. And, uh, you know, if if Stephanie's right, then Cliff will do something. If Cliff's right, Stephanie will do something. It has to be reasonable. It has Don't... to be reasonable, and it has to be something that we can do yeah. here on the podcast. But what we'd love to do is we would love to have your feedback to these episodes and these shows. Now, here's the nice thing about what we're doing right now with the Grey's Anatomy fan podcast is we are in today is was a little bit different because we recorded at like just after two o'clock this afternoon because uh, some scheduling conflict right coming back. But from now on, and we, I put this in the beginning of last episode, from now on, on Friday at 12.15, we will be live. And that's where people are at now. You can come and chat with other people during the show and all that stuff. But get this, after Grays is off, after Grays goes off, you have almost an entire half of a day to leave us feedback to be played in the Grey's Anatomy fan podcast now. And so what we would like to do is ask you to call area code 859-795-4067 and leave us a message with your initial reaction and your thoughts about um, the Grey's Anatomy episode that we just that you had just viewed and we'll try to get it into the Friday show the very next day. So again, that phone number is area code 859-795-4067 and if you have an idea of something that Stephanie, you know, what could be the the uh, the actual wager? What is it that we will do if the other person's right? If you have an idea about that, please do us a favor and call it in. Call it in and that again, 859 795 4067. And uh, did you have anything else, Stephanie, that you no. wanted to bring up? No, I didn't. All right. So, anyway, we want to. I really s- like this episode. Yes. Talk. We want to say thank you to TalkShoe for providing the opportunity for us to do this live on Absolutely. the internet and have everybody chatting with each other online. Uh, and also pr- for providing the bandwidth for our show to deliver it to our listeners. We also need to say a very special thank you to people who are what we call GSPN.TV Plus members. And if you have no idea what a plus member is, then all I'm going to do is ask you to go to gspn.tv slash plus. Again, that's gspn.tv slash plus. And uh, just read the little note that's there. uh, And and that would be a huge blessing to us if you would do that. And so until next time, Stephanie, join. Ready? Yeah, you ready? Until next time, join Join the the community. community.